Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore and the surrounding area and all the man and the mirror lovers out there in the internet world. This is your man, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, host of Man and the Mirror, and we are back again with our co-host tonight, Michelle Johnson. Welcome back to the show, Michelle. Okay, well, I thought she was there. She should be popping in sooner or later. But um, tonight, we will be discussing a word that we all do not or don't not or don't like to hear, and that word is no. What do you do when God allows the no? What do you do? That's the question of the night. What do you do? When God allows the no, because we all have, we all don't, all of us don't like to hear that word. But what do we do when God allows the no in our life? And there's no's throughout the Bible, um, but I have one scripture that I'm going to give tonight that I looked up and wanted to discuss along with you guys. But again, what do we do when God allows the no? Now, as I'm talking, I'm hoping I'm. Our co-host will pop in because she she's up here, but she's probably trying to get herself together. Oh, man, oh, again, man, I'm in, I'm in, I'm here, I'm here, I'm in. Okay, okay, okay. welcome back. <laughs> welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. Glad you can hear me now. Good. Okay, like, are you trying to start a new Verizon commercial? Or not? Oh, no, now he with AT&T now. Can you hear me now? But yes, we can hear you now. Now, if you guys want to chime in, you can do so by pressing the number one on the phone. And before we begin, again, if you if you want to come in, you dial 917-889-2271 or call or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror. And you will be allowed to come in on the show. But as always, what we'll do is start off with prayer so we can make sure that God is in the house. Dear gracious Holy Father, we just bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lying down last night, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for uprising to a day we've never seen before, Lord. We just ask you, Lord, just to touch us now as we have the show tonight. And just be with us, Lord, as we talk about when the no's are allowed in our life, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for Man and Mirror, uh, the, the host and the co-host, Lord. We just we thank you, Lord, for all those who have been listening to the show. So we thank you, Lord, that the show is about to just go to bigger and better heights. So we just thank you, Lord, for what you've done in our life, Lord. Continue to bless the families around us, Lord, that surround us, Lord. Continue to bless our church ministries, Lord. We just ask you just to continue to give us that grace and mercy that you give us throughout every day. We ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And, Michelle, what do you think about today's topic? What do you think about today's topic before we move on? Um, what do you do when God allows, when God allows the answer no? Well, I always think that when God says no, that it just means it's it's not just a no. When he says no, it means no, not right now. Or it could mean no, this isn't for you. I have something better. So I believe those are the those are the entire answers that God gives us. It's not just no. Okay, that's a good answer. That's a good answer because a lot, you know, when we all have kids, and when kids are around, that's the one thing kids don't want to hear. No, when they ask you something, they want it like now. So when the kids do ask for something, they want it. So when they hear that word no, they don't like it. They look at you with their face frowned up and up and down and all messed up. So um, this is what today's show is about. I'm going to give you a little hint. It says, have you ever had a day when the last answer was no? 
I'll say that again. Have you had ever had a day when the last answer was no? Have you ever heard someone say they're going they're going to work today and that was the last day that they were there because they got let go? Or have you ever been waiting to hear from the school that you've been wanting to go to and find out that you've been rejected? No. So, yeah, there's a lot of no's going on around us in all our lives. But the real question that you ask God and everyone else is, why? And I'll state that again. The real question that you ask God and everyone else is, why? So if you're tuning in, we want you guys to tune in and, you know, give us a little feedback what what you think is going on. When you hear that answer, the answer to that, no, because no one wants to hear those words, Michelle. No one wants to hear those words. And I say that again. And I'm going to start tonight off, and you know, tonight off, because in 2015, you know, I like to, you know, keep it real. And I really got this show from 95 um, FM, which um, Michelle got me hooked on. And that's where a lot of the songs that we play, that we play, um, I've actually heard them and listened to while driving, and I just download them and um, download them and then listen to them, you know, throughout the day. But uh, ooh, this is 2018, almost five years ago. Yeah, it's coming up three years ago. Three years ago. The, the three is like the number of completion. God, you know, God does everything in threes and sevens. So three is a good number. Three years ago, basically, in August, you know, we went on vacation with a family vacation, and, you know, you just doing what you normally do. And I was at a job that I was at for over five years at that time. And I'm like, you know, first time I'm taking a vacation, didn't know what was going on, but first time I've taken a vacation, and I took the vacation. And I said, I, I doubt if I'm going to worry about anything else because I'm like, no one's going to be bothering me. I should be okay. So I came back from vacation, had a good time for about five days, came back, you know, on a Wednesday. That Friday, lo and behold, I got let go from the job. Now, let's, I want you guys to really think about this. I have ever been at this job for over five years from my transition in life. I've never taken a vacation. I may have taken a couple of days off. I've never taken a vacation to, you know, go out of town or something like that. There were times that I had to take off because of death in the family. One year, we, I had two deaths back-to-back, and I told them, well, look, I had to go from one funeral to another, and that was when a cousin on my father so I'd had passed, and then my aunt that who had raised me, she had passed within the same week. And they were, you know, both were, were in Philadelphia. So I told them, you know, once I got the news, you know, I didn't know when, you know, if I would be coming straight back after the funeral, and I wasn't driving, and so I was on, you know, Greyhound. So I didn't know if I was coming straight back or would I, you know, have to go to another funeral. So lo and behold, you know, years later, Five years down in this job, I get let go. I'm like, hmm. Normally people go crazy. They go ballistic, Michelle. They like, they're ready to kill somebody. But for some odd reason, I don't know. I don't know why, but for some odd reason, I'm like, okay, I had a piece. And since I was on public PT, public transportation, I just took another walk up a hill and caught the bus and then came on home. And then I guess, uh, as they say, that chapter, you know, the pun, that chapter in my life was done. That was no. That was God said, okay, you know, that was it. What do you do in a situation like that? Like you've been working for a place for over five years. And then you're asking God why. You still have bills to pay. Um, you still have family. You got things you're doing. Um, but for some odd reason, I had a piece 
over in my life with that, you know, because if God closed that door or he allowed that door to close, then I had to be assured somewhere down the line that another door will open. Do we know? Did I know when? But, you know, I always try to take things in stride. I had to say, hey, what are you going to do now? You know, I was working there every other Saturday I had to work. So, you know, I picked up and decided, hey, you know, you can pick up some more students, you know, you know, working with the piano. You can do something on a Saturday night. You got Saturdays off. That was a relief because I don't know if anyone has ever worked on a Saturday. But Saturdays can be rough if you're working all, even if you're working every other Saturday because it's like six days a week. That's Sunday. We go to church, and then we back to work again on Monday. So it's like you really haven't had time to wind down and get anything done. But, you know, I had to take that in stride, Michelle. I had to say, hey, well, I've been over five years, and it was nothing of my fault. And the funny thing is, you know, when they tried to, um, I tell people, when they tried to, you know, block unemployment, unemployment looked at them like, okay, He's been there over five years, so what's the issue? So, you know, you know that was a blessing. God didn't let them stop the unemployment. Because I thank God for the small things, because unemployment could have said no, too. But they said no. Unemployment said yes. So you, you are, I'm, I try to be an optimist. I try to look at the glass as half full. And um, so they had some money in the stock. I pulled all that money out, too. I was like, I'm not with this company anymore, so I'm out peace by. So, if you you know, this is an open forum, you know, when God says no. But guess what? That left me time to start doing some of the things that I've always wanted to do because I couldn't do them on Saturdays. And, you know, so, you, you know, that was a no. That was a stop. That was, hey, look, bye, see you. And like I said before, there's, you know, what do you do when you're rejected? That's a rejection. What do you do, you know, when, you, you know, when that man or that woman rejects you? Or, you know, what do you do when, you know, people around you start rejecting you? You're trying to be with them or be around them, and they reject you. It's like, okay, something's going on. So, again, if you're on the line, it's 917-889-2271, or if you're on, you know, the blog talk, www.blogtalkradio.com, or slash man dash n dash demera. Michelle is in the forum. Um, Michelle is in the, hopefully we can be in the chat room, because that chat room's been acting up, but we're going to be working on that. But we want some dialogue from you guys before I bring out the scripture, because Paul has a scripture that actually talks about that, and um, I looked up something about it, you know, looked up something that talks about, you know, when you're waiting for, when that no is there, something you've been praying for, something you've been just trying to do, and you're still not getting that answer that you want. What do you do? Um, any comments, Michelle? No, I think I answered that. Well, no, I didn't answer that one because you're saying what what do you do, right? <laughs> So one is accepted because uh, I think some sometimes people get stuck right there. <laughs> they, can't, they can't actually accept the no. So when I was kind of laughing to myself. I had myself muted, but I was kind of laughing to myself earlier because you were talking about people going postal and people getting upset. And um, that's usually when they, when they can't accept the no or they don't accept the no because they could accept it, but, but they choose to be upset about it. And no one even said that you can't be upset, but how are you showing? What are you showing, you know, when things like this happen? And we need to learn how to, you know, take a moment to compose ourselves because, Nobody ever said that the no wasn't going to upset you or shock you or devastate you even, because some people get a no that devastates them. But just because it was a no 
that does not mean it's the end of the world. It does not mean your life is over. It does not mean that that nothing great will happen to you. Like we get stuck in the moment that we hear the no. And me personally, I you know I just had that opportunity because I'll call it an opportunity. That opportunity to answer a no that I received. And um, recently, uh, I was, you know, I I don't know which way to put it, but I've been doing um, an elevated job or an acting position in my job because of necessity. So everyone was under the the, um, expectation that I would get the position. Now, mind you, I really wasn't because I'm just looking for God to show me where to move or how to move or whatever. So I kind of would just chuckle when people be like, oh, they don't give you the job. You're a good worker, blah, 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 blah. And that's, that's all fine. Well, one, I'm not, I'm not looking for my purpose in that job. That job is a job. Um, is it is it my dream job? I wouldn't say yes to that, but that's currently, you know, where I'm at. That's currently my season. And so I'm there and I'm I'm doing my work. So I don't have an expectation of what they're supposed to quote unquote give me or do for me. I have an expectation. The only one I have an expectation for is God. And so with me having that expectation with God, I'm always looking to see where he'll lead me and guide me and and what he'll do. I'm just amazed at what he does. And so it came, you know, down to it. And I could kind of see the writing on the wall because they they had done a few things that kind of let me know that they were they were looking. What's what's that famous thing? What did they say? To, <laughs> what did they say to you, Hezekiah? Looking in another another direction. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good. So we're we're taking the company into a new direction. I'm like, and what direction is that? Right. But you know. So now no one said that to me, but I could see that from from what was occurring um, with with everything at the job. Now, you know, did I did I want the position? I I couldn't even tell you yes. Couldn't even tell you yes. So that's why I said it was just, you know, I just I just accepted the no because I couldn't even say that I really wanted the position. I did go ahead and apply. Um, and, and, you know, was found eligible. But other than that, I really, I felt like it was just too much stress at that level. And so that's not something that I know that God would have for me. So they, you know, finally, you know, pulled me in to let me know what was happening. And, and it was for me a no. And so it was just funny, and and you know this is this is no reflection <laughs> on my supervisor, but it's just really funny, kind of how it happened because, you know, she was talking and she she closed the office door, and I was kind of looking like why is she closed door? She never closes the door when we meet, and so I was chuckling once I found out that was really basically why. Because I was saying to myself, did she think I was going to get upset? Like, do most people not handle this kind of thing well? And I was like, very, you know, I just found it very interesting. And I kind of had to chuckle also because she was very surprised at my reaction. Um, because when she told me, she kind of was, you know, heeing and hawing, and that's what I call it, where you're kind of beating around the bush. But, you know, she finally said it. And I was like, I said, oh, okay, good. And she looked at me like, what? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> and I kind of was like, I'm actually, I, I don't feel bad about it because um, 
I just can't. I can't be stressed out like right now. I can't be. I can't be in that place. And so that's the way I was feeling. You know, really in that place. That's how I was feeling. So she was like, "Well, yeah." Um, and I was just like, "So you know, great. I look forward to it. Um, I hope you know." With the new the new supervisor that's coming in, I I hope it'll be a great working relationship. Um, and I know the person is very knowledgeable um, about the things and the directions that she's trying to go. And so um, that was that. But that's we have to accept the no. That's the very first thing that we have to put our energy into accepting our no if we hear it. And then that, and then after that, you look for God to bless you in other areas. Because, like I said earlier, um, I just believe a no is really a not right now, or no because this isn't for you. I have something else for you. And I like that answer because many times we can do something, and I can just use it for me as an example. We can do something for many years, and God said, "Well." It's time for you to go into another direction, time for you to stop, because sometimes we ain't going to do it. Because, we, you know, sometimes we're, we aren't the ones that say, oh, I got to stop this because I need a, need something else to do. Instead of saying that people look at you, why you quit your job or why you stop them? Because it's time for me to stop. So sometimes God has to give you that little push. You know, sometimes God has to give you that little, give us that little push to say, okay, I got something else for you to do. You, you're no longer needed at this position because I have to elevate you to somewhere else. And um, and if, if you know yourself and God knows you better than anybody, then God knows that sooner or later you'll fall into place. And I'm not that type, I'm not that type of person. That's, that's that relationship that he and I have. People may look at me like I'm crazy, but we all have a unique and different relationship with our God. Um, so, you know, I like that because people are looking at you like, you know, you, you know, you need this position. You should get that position, but God knows, you know, as the song says, what God has for me is for me, you know, even though we don't like, no, that's just an emotional, that's just emotion. That's the man speaking. But many times we have to realize that when that man is speaking, we also have to realize that we have two, we have a spiritual man and we have a fleshly man when in flesh. When a spiritual man is speaking, he'll say all is well, and he'll put that trust in God. And the other part of part of you, like, look, you got something to do. You got bills to pay. You got this and you got that. But God said, Jesus said, He will never leave us or forsake us. So even though we are put in positions that we don't understand, we still have to hold on to the truth that He said He will never leave us or forsake us. Now we looking like um, we looking silly and dumbfounded in the face, but that does not stop his word from when he says that you will he will never leave us or forsake us. So we got to continue to remember that, you know, regardless of what's going on in our life. So when we hear that, no, when we're that may not have been the school that God wanted you to go to, because He knows what He wants you to go. But that may not have been the one that he wants you to go to. You're trying to get there, and then, you know, all things, what does the worship, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So all things work on that at the moment. We don't see it. <laughs> That's the funny part. At the moment, we don't see it. But sooner or later, well, as Michelle said, it will work out. Are we upset? Yeah, no one wants to hear that. No, our kids don't even want to hear that word. How many of us growing up, and I, we ask our parents, oh, no. We keep asking them, no. You know, we ask our friends or our you know, husband and wives, we hear no. We don't want to hear no, but we hear it. But if we put it in God's hand, God knows what's on the other side of the no. And that could be another episode on the other side of no. What's on the other side of that no? There's something there, and just like Michelle said, we don't know it. God knows it. But there's something on the other side of that no. If you have any questions or comments, 
Um, you can call in at 917-889-2271. Log in to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror. Um, I'm excited for tonight's show where God allows the answer no. This is our 175th show, so 25 more shows. We will be at our anniversary of 200 shows that we've done. So that is a milestone. That's a milestone. So we're kicking right along here at Man in the Mirror, and I'm excited. I'm excited. I'll say it one more time. I'm excited because, you know, you know, sometimes when God gives you a break from something, it gives you more time to do the things that he wants you to do. Gives you time to spend with him. Gives you time to learn what God wants you to do in your in your life. So we're about to have a few words from our supporters, and then we'll take a little break. And then if you're on the line, you press the number one on your if you're you know in the if you want to have something to say, press the number one on your phone. We'll put you in the queue. But you know. If you have, you know, this is an open forum. What do you have to say when God allows the answer no? A few notes from our supporters. Music instruction for our learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. Another sponsor is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss was project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project. We have a new sponsor. When you're in need of a notary public and you're on the go, and that's who you call on the go mobile notary your trusted and reliable notary. Call at 410-370-7105 and be be on the go with your notary solution. Another sponsor is a very talented young lady, Diana Eaton of Diana Eaton, Diana Arlena Photography. For great pictures at a great price, contact Diana on Facebook at Diana Eaton. And when things in your life go wrong, we want you to just remember this song. This, this is a good song because it says, even me, God is still going to shine his blessing on you. You know, when you don't know why there's a no, but God will continue to shine his blessings on you.
just said, Lord, Lord, make me righteous. Cleanse me, Lord. Fix me, Lord. Purge me, Lord. Make me right for this. Bless me, Lord. I need your favor, Lord. Fix me, Lord. Fix me so I can walk in your blessing, Lord. Live with the man in the mirror with your host Hezekiah uh, Montgomery and co host Michelle Johnson, and that was even me. That God can change the plan. How'd you like that song, Michelle? I was over here singing along, Hezekiah. <laughs> I was uh, like, yeah, no, Lord, shower down got- on me. I like this. She get lost up in the song. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that was a beautiful song. I love that song. That's the oldie but goodie, as they say. We have those oldie but goodies. Now, I'm going to read something that I looked up because I always try to do a look up and add scripture to what we're talking about. Have you ever prayed for something and it felt as though your prayers were not being heard? You waited patiently for the answer, and it seems to be no result to your prayer. Your faith may waver as you wonder if he really hears you, or perhaps you think he is mad at you, and that is why you aren't saying your prayer answered. My experience with prayer is that there are times when the Lord says, no. How do I respond to that? (laughs) Honestly, There are a range of emotions that I go through as I do not see the result to prayer, to the result of the prayer that I desire. But then I have to remind myself that I am not God and I I do not see the bigger picture as he does. I do not believe that there are times that sin in our lives. I do believe that there are times that sin in our lives can hinder a prayer. I know it has in my life at times, but then there are other times when we are being obedient to the Lord and the answer to our prayer is still no. I've been praying for 10 years for my beloved son to be healed of a mental illness, but healing has not yet come, and I must accept that I may not see that healing in my lifetime. I continue to pray for that healing, but after a long process of many emotions, many of them negative, I have come to accept that the answer to my prayer thus far has been no. Accepting that has brought me peace. I could give a literal list of reasons why I think God has said no to my petition, but I but in reality that list is just words on a piece of paper with ideas and thoughts of my own. The reality is that God, in his infinite wisdom and sovereignty, has said no for purposes unknown to me. Trying to figure it out is like trying to make a size 5 shoe fit when you really wear a size 7. It doesn't work. I like to meditate on what the great apostle Paul went through when his, in his own infirmity. The Bible does not tell us what that infirmity is specifically, but I love God's response to Paul and Paul's response to God. Second Corinthians twelve eight to nine says, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take away from me, to take it away from me, but He said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness." Paul's response to that was this: Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insult and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Second Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. Now that is what I call radical acceptance. Not only did Paul accept that that the Lord said no to him, but he said he would delight in it. Perhaps you are praying for something or someone, and the answer so far has been no. I encourage you to come to a place to accept it. Just as a mother tells her child no 
reaching for that burner on the stove. God, who is a perfect father with our best interest in heart and mind, also sometimes needs to tell us no. And you know what? God tells us this. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither my ways are your are your ways, my ways, declares the Lord, Isaiah 55, 8. So our response to that no should be acceptance, and we can continue to pray, trusting and knowing that God knows the best. You know, God knows best, and he will answer our prayers as he sees fit. And God, who is perfect in every way, will surely help us along our journey of acceptance as we trust in the and rely on him. Any comments, Michelle? Amen. None except uh, I'm with you on that. (laughs) We were talking earlier about accepting, so yeah, definitely. We need to, we need to accept what God allow. And it's, it, I like the verse that he brought up about Paul. When Paul was dealing with his infirmities, and um, he had to be honest, and God, God is honest, and Paul had to be honest. He said, look, Paul was telling him, he asked him three times. I pleaded three times. Three times, you know, God does things. If people really pay attention, God does things in three and seven. And Paul pleaded one, not one time, not two times, but three times. I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. God, just take it away. I'm pleading, begging, take it away. But God said, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Paul's response to that was, okay, I have, this is the acceptance speech. You know, he first he pleaded, then he accepted. Paul's response was, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness. I'm accepting it as my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Because you're not, when he's weak, he's not weak in himself. He's weak in himself, but he's also stronger in Christ because after that, he begins to rely on Christ. So, you know, when we're going through, We always, you know, we have pity parties. We get depressed. And that's okay because that's part of the process. That's the part. That's the the attack that Satan is doing to us in our minds, in our bodies, and in our spirit. But after a while, we, you know, we have to take hold of the promises that God has for us. God is going to be there for us. So when we take hold of those promises, now, we know that Paul was saying, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Michelle, Michelle talked about it earlier. When we start to accept what's going on and know that, you know what, God will make a way. And I see as I'm back going back and forth on my um, video screen, I see that we do have a caller, Michelle. So I'm going to let you take that part. So No problem, ahead. no problem, no problem. I'll call her in the end, 9295. Again, call her in the end, 9295. You are live on the man in the mirror. Yes. Yes. I, hello. Good evening. How are you? Good I evening. Just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to say that there are so many of us that get frustrated because we think that our prayers are not being answered. And, you know, the Bible kind of lets us know that, you know, some things we pray for are not what God has in mind for us. God might have something else in mind, or what we're praying for might not be in our best interest. Or sometimes, like he told Paul, um, and then if you think about Lot and all he went through, 
um, even Jesus Christ, he prayed too. Remember before they came and got him, he asked his father to remove the cup from him, but not his will, but let God's will be done. So sometimes what God has in mind for us might not be exactly what we want. He might think that we're not quite ready for what he wants. And it says in the Bible that God scores children. He teaches them obedience in different ways. And even though Jesus knew obedience, as a spirit creature before he came to earth, he didn't know obedience as a man. You know, I mean, he, that was a new experience because all of the eons before, he was a spirit creature, but then he saw what humans go through, how humans act against their own best interests. They do some really crazy things. And Jesus was perfect, and even though he was, there was a lot of backbiting and trying to hush him up and do away with him. Um, So even Jesus had to endure things um, because God had something in mind, and God's will will be done. And so we need to remember that God's will will be done. And God has only perfect presence for us. He doesn't have anything that's bad for us. So whatever is happening in our lives, it's going to make us um, a better person. It might teach us to be more humble, kinder, more giving, more generous. Um, It might teach us patience. We might have an ego problem. It may teach us humility. Um, So many things. So many things that we have to have. Jesus was a very humble person, even though he was the begotten son of God. He was very, very humble and very respectful of everybody. He didn't even speak harshly against his enemies um, because he knew that God would take care of it in his own time and in his own way. And so we're waiting for the fulfillment of that promise, you know. Um, But in the meantime, we have to be the kind of people that God wants to live on an earth that has no evil and no sin and no badness. We have to learn um, and get trained so that we won't be done away with, so that God feels we're acceptable to be there. And Jesus passed this test, you know, um, and it's up to us as footstep followers to do the same thing. So I just want to say, Jesus said, the slave is not better than the master. If they did these things to me, they'll do them to you, Okay. So he just wanted his disciples to know that, you know, um, he was the son of God, and that's how they treated him. So he was perfect. No sin was in him. And yet he was treated so horribly and killed in a horrible way. Um, And he was a perfect man. There was no sin in him. So sometimes what, what happens to us is not, fair. It's not fair. And God doesn't like that. But God is going to write the scales. He's going to write them. He's just going to do it in his plan and in, in his own time and in his own way. So what we need to concentrate on is doing the best that we can and asking him to help us with patience, perseverance, um giving us the strength we need to make it through, you know, providing for us, giving us more faith and, you know, making us stronger, you know, those things. And whatever we ask for him that's in accordance with his will, we can be sure 
that you can ask God for Holy Spirit. You can ask him for more faith. We can be sure God will give you those things as long as they're in line with what his will for you is at that time. There's a time and a place for everything under heaven. You know, a time to live, die, laugh, cry, whatever. You know, and he has it. He'll be doing it in his time. But then the Bible says we have no idea of all of the things that God has in store for us. And whoever gave up anything in order to serve God, it doesn't matter if it's a house, a job, a a husband, a wife, a son, a daughter, he's going to reward you with so much more. So just hang in there. And if it doesn't get answered today, believe me, it will get answered in ways that you can't even imagine in the future. And just hold on to that thought. And that's all I have to say. I know that was long, but I just... Amen. And I I certainly thank you to our caller for your uh, thoughts on what we're talking about today. And I can really appreciate um, what you're saying because, you know, this this is our lives once we accept Christ is uh, supposed to be more about his will and not our own. So if it is about his will and not our own, then when things happen that we were expecting, we sometimes that that's the time for us to to really, really check ourselves. And um, one of my, uh, she was, uh, our caller was making us think about one of our, one of my favorite scriptures is Jeremiah 29, because uh, 29 and 11, because there God is just um, letting him know, letting us know, sorry, I'm tongue-tied today. God is letting us know that he has our best interest at heart as any good parent, does for their child and um, Jeremiah 29 11 says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future so God has a plan for each one of us and if you think about any parent who you know has a plan for their child you know even even like us with our children we know they have to go to school 12 years. So if they want to drop out at sixth grade, we're going to be like, no, you can't do that. You have to go to school. But we're just trying to do what we know is best for them and and what we should do as good parents. And God is the best parent. And so sometimes, like our caller was saying, we may be seeking to do something that eventually will not be in our best interest. And God We'll have to tell us no to that, and sometimes, you know, we we ignore the no and have to suffer the consequences of that, but, um, you know, it's, when we're thinking about that, we just need to really realize that God really has our best interest at heart, so anything that is denied us is for a reason. Amen, amen, amen. You are listening live with your man, Hezekiah Montgomery, and co-host Michelle Johnson as our discussion tonight. And as our last caller, you know, gave us some helpful spiritual insights is when God allows the answer no. I like that. Everyone loves that verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. No, God knows the plans we have for, he has for us. We may forget about that because life throws us a curve sometimes. Life throws us upside down. You know, you know, pe- you know, families leave us. Uh, you know, my cousin in Philadelphia, who we have to keep in prayer, her husband. You know, we grew up together, and her husband just, you know, died of you know many years of marriage and sickness. So he just recently died. Um, you know, we had things going on. You know, then I have a friend who's, you know, you know, one of her daughters, the baby. Three months old passed, and then you know her, you know, her daughter 
her other daughter find out, hey, that she's five weeks pregnant. So that's, we're just leaving, I always call it the ecclesiastical times, because ecclesiastics is one of my favorite scripture. It says there's a time to die and there's a time to be born. So it's like Amen. the circle of life is just continuing. Do we understand why God allows those no's? You know, we want the child to live, but the child dies. We want our loved ones to live, but they die. So um, these are the, you know, times. God knows the God knows the plans. We don't know his plans. He is the architect of all our lives. He's the architect of the world. So he knows exactly what's going on. But he'll say no. We look at we look at the fires that are going on in California. He knows when they're going to stop. You know, we don't know when it's going to stop. But he knows because he's the architect of everything. He has a reason for everything. So again, um, I just thank that caller for you know calling in and just giving us that insight, Michelle. Because we have to realize that God is in control. We may get mad and upset. Because, you know, we, we don't know why that no, we don't know why that job got rid of us. We don't know, you know, why our kids are acting up. We don't know why they, we're not getting the answers we want. We are living in such of a techno, techno, technological world that we go to our laptops, our computers, our phones, and we want the answers. But when we don't get the answers that we want, we get frustrated. And the answer is in the book. And she, and that was a great verse that um, Michelle actually closed off with, you know, that she actually said is, oh, I know the plans I have for you. He knows the plans. He knows. You know, we forget because we get caught up in a moment. We forget because we get caught up in the moment. And when that moment happens is when that, when you get that last paycheck, when you know those bills are due, when you know the mortgage is due, the rent is due, the card note is due, we get caught up in a moment. We re- we 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 are ready to go ballistic, but we have to remember that he has he wants us to prosper. He doesn't want any of us to fail. He wants us to prosper. He doesn't want any of us to fail. So we have to remember that God loves us. So um, if you have any questions or comment and you are in our queue, uh, we have about four minutes left. We can get you in. If we go a little over time, that's fine. Um, you can press the number one on your phone. Um, the show will be on demand within 15 to 30 minutes of the time so you can listen to it again and again, pass on to your friends so they will be encouraged because a no may be no at that moment. But as Paul said, and I'm going to read that verse again, as Paul said that he had to learn to accept that no. You know, he had to learn to accept that no and his infirmities that he was um, going through. And I'm going to actually put the link to this in um, our Facebook page, Facebook event page, so you guys will be able to see it. But um, it says, um, he wrote in the pack, I like to meditate on what the great apostle Paul went through with his own infirmity. The Bible does not tell us what the infirmity is specifically, but I love God's response to Paul and Paul's response to God. Because when you're talking to God, it's like talking to family members, like talking to your children. It's a dialogue. And it's found in 2 Corinthians 12, 8 8 to 9 says, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Paul's response to that was this, therefore, I boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ, Christ's power may rest on me. When Christ's power is resting on you, that's all you need. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insult and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Second Corinthians 12, 9 to 10. Now, and he said, that's what he calls radical acceptance. Not only did Paul accept the Lord, that the Lord said no to him, but he said he would delight in it. 
Um, we have a couple minutes left. Any um, last comments, Michelle? Uh, I just wanted to kind of end out um, with, I think it's Ecclesiastes um, 3, where it says, for everything there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven. So everything, and I did, did um, I think I'll call it, um, paraphrase that, actually. <laughs> I was just thinking about yeah. it. Maybe that's why I was thinking it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, for everything, there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven to be born, to die, to plant, to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and heal, a time to break down, and I'm paraphrasing to, and a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together. And so that's part of that scripture. But the point in me saying that is everything has a time. And so when something is happening, take solace in the fact that that time for that thing to happen. And then once that time has passed, something different will happen, whatever God's will is. And so that's just, that's a kind, what you doing over there? You making a lot of noise. <laughs> but there's time for everything under the sun, so under the heavens. So, you know, always remember that everything has its time. And so when, you know, God brings you out of the thing, it's time. It's a time for you to rejoice and a time for you to enjoy, for you to enjoy what he's doing in your life. And when you're going through a, through a child and tribulations is a time to pray. So I think that's that's the biggest thing that we can get out of that. Amen, amen, amen. Um, I won't follow up on that, but I'd like to thank all of you that have been listening tonight. This was a great t- topic. Why? Because we've all had to hear that one word that we don't like to hear. No, but through the grace of God, and his word, we all make it. Thank you guys so much for your love and support. And again, this is Hezekiah Montgomery signing off. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror. And the song that I'm going to leave you with is called Fear is a Liar. When fear pops in, I want you guys to truly listen to that to this song. When fear pops in, fear, I've, I learned of an acronym, false evidence appearing real. So when fear starts to pop in, just realize that we, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And again, I want you guys to have a blessed and wonderful night.
Let your fire fall, cast out all my fear. Let your fire fall, cast out all my fear. Let your fire fall, your love is all I fear. Let your fire fall. 